morning and welcome back listeners to another episode of the five minute drill brought to you by l5 media my name is darian phillips i'm joined by your co-host over there simran sandu and it is friday june 12th the reopening process has got off to a shaky start to say the least with a mixture of warm weather and cabin fever people have beginning to let their guard down which has ultimately led to a surge in coronavirus cases in states across the country now as a result investors ran for the hills yesterday with all major indexes taking an absolute beating listeners the dow saw its biggest one day dip since mid march the s&p almost triggered a circuit with a decline of 5.9% and the nasdaq broke a 4 day gain streak with a loss of 5.3% oh and did i mention us crude oil prices fell 8.2% as well And to give you more perspective on yesterday's drastic decline, let's consider the five most valuable tech companies. Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook, and Microsoft collectively lost nearly $270 billion in market value after shares for each company fell between 3-5%. to Another sector hit hard yesterday was banking. After the Fed's dim outlook on the future of the U.S. economy, shares for Citigroup, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Goldman Sachs fell by over 10%. And investors are eagerly waiting to hear from the Fed with a big announcement on whether they will be putting caps on government bond yields. For those that are unfamiliar, this would mean that the Fed buys however many treasuries it takes to keep borrowing costs from getting above a specific amount. And a quick fun fact for you as well, this policy hasn't been seen since the World War II era. And just like every other Friday, we've got an update on jobless claims, and thankfully they seem to be heading in the right direction. New unemployment claims fell to 1.5 million last week, bringing the total number of unemployment down to 20.9 million. You know, I tell you what, listeners, I'm getting sick and tired of going into my weekend like this. Someone should really tell them to start releasing this data on Monday. But anyways, for now, I have another data point for you. Household net worth fell 5.6% last quarter. And it seems like we've got a downward trend going on, and it continues with our next story. 30-year fixed mortgage rates set a new record low as they fell below 3% after rising concerns regarding a potential second wave of the coronavirus. All right, here we go. Time to change the pace, listeners. We're starting to see IPOs pick up speed, and the next in line is Quicken Loans. The company is working with Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, Credit Suisse, and J.P. Morgan to manage the deal. And while the valuation has yet to be determined, people familiar with the matter claim it will likely be in the tens of billions of dollars. And for some of our listeners, we have some promising news. Treasury Secretary Nuchin stated yesterday that the White House is considering a second round of stimulus payments. And while he didn't have any further details, we can still expect to hear more about the topic in the coming weeks. Another notification you should keep an eye out for is the expected deal between DoorDash and a handful of investors, including T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, SoftBank, and others. If the company secures the funding, its valuation will likely be more than $15 billion after previously being valued at $13 billion back in 2019. In one way or another, Amazon always finds its way back in the news, but this time things aren't looking so great. The European Union is pursuing formal antitrust charges against Amazon for allegedly acquiring data from third-party sellers and then using that info to compete against them. And sticking with the international news theme that Simi's got us on right now, we've got Chinese government-linked accounts being shut down by Twitter. There were 174,000 separate accounts, each of which reportedly pushing propaganda about the coronavirus, Hong Kong protests, and other topics. Twitter claimed that the accounts were created to act as China's digital foot soldiers in online debates, oftentimes praising the Chinese government for how they manage the pandemic. And I'm going to change things up this Friday morning and end today's episode with a question. Is it worth spending $200 million to send a rover up to the moon? 
NASA certainly thinks so. It just awarded Pittsburgh startup Astrobotic with $200 million to launch NASA's rover called Viper for a quote-unquote resource mapping mission. It's expected to land near the moon's south pole in late 2023. In the meantime, we're just going to have to settle our excitement by watching Space Force on Netflix this weekend. But anyways, I hope you all get some time to relax and hang out with family the next couple of days, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.